Thanks for tuning in and listening to Riley on Film. I am Damian Riley, your ghost host. While you're here, I hope you got your horrors worth. Find out more and subscribe, only not in that order, at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, enjoy the show. The movie for discussion today is Closed for Storm, but discussion is not really what we do here, I wish. Uh, It's kind of a monologue, I'd say. A discussion means two people, so I have comments for that. Uh, I guess that's about it. I used to be a blogger, so that was my mainstay was comments, but now that I just record horror movies that I've seen or other movies that are of interest to me, I put them up on my podcast, just kind of talk about it and put it away. And that is what I have grown into as a podcaster. People starting out, every once in a while someone asks me, not so much now, but like five years ago, how do you do a podcast? How do you do a podcast? I don't, I want to do that, but I don't know how to do that. My dad asked me that. My friends asked me that. My wife at the time, wife, uh, her friends asked me that. And, um, you know, it used to be like really interesting thing. And actually today I went to Best Buy and did some window shopping and well, browsing, I should say, I did go in the store, but, uh, I looked at a lot of stuff and, and they have a lot of like microphones and really cool, shiny gadgetry, mostly microphones. And they say for podcasters. So, you know, it used to be like literally five years ago, not everybody had a podcast. They were, weren't rare, but, you know, kind of reserved for the Joe Rogans and stuff of the world. But now, they're putting microphones and hardware out at Best Buy, and they're saying they're for podcasting. So, to me, that shows that they wouldn't print that on their packaging unless they saw studies or a trend or something that, you know, people were, were getting into podcasting way more than ever before, so... I kind of feel that and I'm sort of insulated because I just do my own thing and I don't really care how many people listen to it. Um, It's more of a diary, always has been, even when I was a blogger, I was, I called myself an online diarist. So this is kind of the same thing, I, I have limited it to horror movies, which I think is way more fun to make a, a limitation on what you're going to talk about. It's also easier and not as much stress. In other words, you don't have to solve the world in every episode. You just talk about a horror movie. <laughs> and I will say that, you know, having a podcast is, is can be very stressful. Getting it to sound right, getting comfortable. Like right now I'm laying down with a pillow under my head and that works for me. But other days it'll sound better if I stand up, uh, if I'm trying to get more of a bassy sound out of my way. I play around too much with the sounds. So that's why... It, can cause me some stress when I don't achieve the effect I really want but it was the same way when I was in music so I know how to get out of that you just say let it be and let it go and if you want a mantra to say just say like Ram Dass says love 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 okay back to closed for storm I started this movie out I wasn't you know it looked like a, uh, uh, people had screwed the local community, and it was about that. And so I didn't really 
you know, what it is, it's a theme park uh, in New Orleans. And um, notice I said it right. I didn't say New Orleans. <laughs> I've been around. I ain't no kid. <laughs> That's my new phrase. Anyway, yeah, so it looked like just kind of, you know, a bunch of dinosaur-like roller coasters that were just sitting there and everything graffitied. And I saw that it was a documentary, so I figured, you know, something like Bowling for Columbine or something. They're going to be finding out how much money was siphoned off to the rich or you know, something like that. So I just bailed on it. But later, as I was looking at my options on my watch list, which, by the way, I do through Amazon Prime and also through the actual front page menu, you can get to go to find and then library and you can keep a watch list right there. That's a secret that I just found out. So I'm using that. There are so many watching services now. I know of two that are really annoying because they never do what I want them to do. Um, IMDB is one of them. Letterboxd is the other, but I haven't gone to Letterboxd in, I don't know, like a year. Just because neither of them do anything I want them to do. All I want them to do is give me the best search possible if I plug something in of every movie made. And then tell me if I have access to it with my memberships. That's it. Now, Internet Movie Database on the computer does exactly that. But for some reason, on the Fire Stick, it's just so hard to get a good search. And you're always kind of at the mercy of the stuff that they put right there in your face on Netflix, usually. But Prime also, and they just throw a bunch of stuff in your face all the time. You, you forget even what you were looking for in the first place. So TV becomes a non-intellectual endeavor. For me, it's always been an intellectual endeavor. Even when I see horror movies or sci-fi movies, you know, like in space, like 2001 A Space Odyssey, you know, when you see all that stuff, it's just, it's freaking amazing. And guess what? We are looking at Close for Storm, which is not sci-fi. It's a biography. A biography and a commentary about our culture. I like it because it's more of just like a, a floating down a river and watching it evolve. They don't throw anything in your face. That's also one of the detractors of it, though, too. It doesn't have any actors in it. It's all real people that do real stuff. And, you know, some of them are not. I can't say they're good, bad actors, but they just don't present their soul as well. Put it that way. So it kind of gets boring. You kind of feel like you're just looking at a couple guys sitting on the back of their truck talking. And that's a cool idea. I actually made it sound cooler than it even was. But you can see they're not actors. And that's when they have non-actors talking at such a lengthy... The guy particularly with the shaved head and the, the strange spectacles. Ah, it was like scratching down a chalkboard every time he talked. I can't actually tell you why. Probably because I knew somebody like that was really annoying in high school. But I digress. Close for Storm. One of the cooler documentaries I've seen. But again, at the beginning, you're going to be kind of bored. So just hang in there. And then what happens is, as you get as you get into it a little bit more, you start to see, oh, this... Wow, look at the... Um, I'm sorry, another program just popped up. Let me take care of that. Okay, we're back. You start to realize after it stops being boring, 
that this is such a spectacular photo journey, video journey, into the damage of Hurricane Katrina. And that is ultimately what made me interested. That and other things. But mostly that. And then I discovered that that's exactly what it was. Now, at the end, they get into a little bit about is the Six Flags company that bought it out, you know, are they obligated to get rid of it? And so that right there, that's kind of the question at the end. But anyway, not to get too into it, it's a pretty, pretty cool movie. Just, what is it? Uh, two hours long. Totally worth your time. If you can make it past the middle point, I'd like to hear your point of view on that because I think it just becomes a whole different movie. It's really cool, really moody, definitely not a horror movie, but if you look at the devastation of Hurricane Katrina, not human carnage, but just structural carnage. Okay, that's it. I got through this one. Um, I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day.